What's up, everybody, and welcome to Moments with Moses. I am your man, Johnny Moby Jr. Hey, guys, I'm his wife, Deidre. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. <laughs> Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. Just act like that's not going on. <laughs> How y'all doing? So, we have a guest. So, we have a guest. Today. One of my grandson Prince. <laughs> this is Amar Jace. Hey, hi, baby. Um, I'm going to try to stay in the park as long as I can. I know he got to eat and stuff, and he keep doing this right here. Watch his head, baby. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sure what's happening. I'm not okay. ruining this show. Great. What are you doing? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, y'all. This is the, as my friend says, my friend Jackie says. This is the real, real. The grand part of grandparenting. Uh, this is the grand part of it because Amar Jace and his one braid that wants to sit down is is uh gonna gonna move around. You want to play with my fingers? Um, so how are you guys doing today? We wanted to, um, I at some point will go solo. Uh, so I'm gonna try so, to ask a, answer a, a, at least one question. So Baba can't uh uh feed. And play with Amar. Um, his name is Amar Jace. Gifford. This is the he next to the youngest grand, the last one that came. Yeah. Um, this the this the Christmas baby. So he'll be one um, Christmas time. And so, guys, we're going to ask. We're going to do a, a few questions. Like I say, hubby's going to start for as long oh, as Amar will let us. Ask the Mobleys. Make sure. Make it's, sure yeah. you send your questions in. If you got any relationship um, questions you might need answered, um, send it to info at momentswiththemobiles.com. That is info at momentswiththemobiles.com. Thanks so much. <laughs> Babe, you had a good day? Great day. Amen. How about you? I know um, your day was good. Uh huh. You had, you had, I ran an errand and then I went and got him, and here we are. So I've been on the floor all day. Is that still a thing? thing. That's still a thing. It still is, baby. As long as you're saying it, it's a thing. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm I'm thank grown. You. Your eyebrows. Are we sexy. are. Thank you, babe. Uh, this was a part of my birthday sexy gift too. from my girls, from one of the girls. Say you sexy too. And it's a new girl. Hear me say you And sexy I really, too. really like them. Thank you, baby. No, I wasn't. Never. Bond Okay, I will. Thank you. Thank you, baby. You sexy too. Leather pants. You like it? It's liquid leather. I see it. Yeah, you like it? Liquid. Mm-hmm. Mean it drip off you. <laughs> it gets you hot. Drip right on off you. Come on, y'all. Let's uh, we gonna ask these questions <laughs> before the baby turned the, uh, the episode out. So, the first question, babe, is just a simple question, and it's for you. So I I want you to get through it before you have to leave. What are the qualities of a good husband? Somebody just ask that. A simple question. What Some are the qualities? Qualities of, of a good husband. This was from um, a woman, I believe. <sighs> just drop, drop us a few nuggets, Mo. Qualities. Good husband. A husband that's gonna stay no matter what, um, even if he don't know the right answer, even if he gets overwhelmed with his wife and the children, 
and the job and everything he stated. Um, he's he's loving. He's careful with his words, what he says to his wife and his children. He thinks about. He thinks before he speaks. Um, me growing up, I, me growing up and and being married so young, I know a lot of my maturity almost happened instantly on a lot of occasions because of how stuff was moving. So, um, if I had to give you a couple of main ones, mm-hmm. but definitely the one is to to stay, um, communicate openly. Be loving and kind. Choose your words carefully. But the biggest one is stay. You got to be present. You got to be present when you're home with your wife, with your children. You have to be present. Um, yeah, of course, and, and the, the basic ones, probably one of the basic ones. Um, take care of the household. Protect, provide, but be present. I continue to say, be present. I think that's that's the one thing, the one quality that I learned from my pops. He he didn't know all the answers. He didn't know all the right things to do. But he stayed. He was always there. He was present. I I never had to ask my mom where he was at. Um, if he wasn't home, if he was gone for um for a while then I know he, he was in the military so he would um be going on leave whether it be you know to Vietnam or away to Iraq or whatever the case of it so I know that's where he was at so um number one quality just be present be present yeah we're doing this again I think I want to add a quality in there, baby. What's that? Um, one that uh, I I would hope love love God. Only gotta be a lover of God. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely one. I say let me let me let me change that. Yeah. The best quality to have is be for the man, the husband, to have a relationship with God, be a lover of God, and then be present. Yeah. You looking at the camera? Say hey to the people. You want to sit up now? Yeah, I think I think that would be. Y'all see how quick? Y'all see? Some. Let me just drop a little nugget right here. These are this is for people who have children of this age who try to maneuver things in life. You know, between work and. And jo- jobs and, and bills and, and hey, looking at you and, like you know what you're and, talking about and, and relationship stuff and trying to <laughs> fit like that. stuff <laughs> in and stuff like that. This I, actually let me let me take it here. Um, Allison Jameson's wife actually put a post on Facebook the other day and said, "Can you go on date night with kids?" And my response under that was, "Date night and kids don't go in the same sentence, ma'am. If the kids are coming, it's called family night." Yeah. That's what it's called. This is family night. It's de- this date. is exactly what it would look like on a date with your kids. The kids laying down, sitting up, it moaning, 
clapping. That ain't dating. That grabbing that's fam- that's your phone, night. grabbing your hair, grabbing anything that's in, in the vicinity of anything. That's right? family night out. Yeah, that's what date it is. Night, date night have expectations. Right. You know. Yeah. Some some voiced and some not voiced. But it's definitely some expectations. We take you out. You look fine. Put the red bottoms on. Put the short skirt on. Raise your legs up. Uh-huh. And put a little put a little sprinkle uh-huh. on your on your chest, on your cleavage. Just uh-huh. to let a little bit show because you're with me. And we're going out on this dinner. Uh-huh. I'm gonna take you for a little walk. Okay. And we go ride in the car. We can listen to a little bit of romantic music. Then uh-huh. full play gonna start in the car. Oh. Prayerfully, we can get back to the house. <laughs> okay. Why you Prayerfully, we can get back to the house. But just in case we don't, mm-hmm. we go take the SUV. I can lay these okay. seats back. Okay. Uh, you want? You got something no. to say? Absolutely say? not. Say what you got to say. Cause the baby want to talk, y'all. Like the what baby. You say? What you say? Say say something to the people. Say something. Say something. Don't hold you. Say something. Say something. Say something. You ain't gonna talk now. He want to do what he want to do, y'all. Amar. Say hi to the something. people. No, there's no go in your mouth. Opening his mouth. Yeah. So, um, but this, yeah, you 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 broke it down into the the things that are needed. Go again. For the husband. All right. You know? I got any more for me? Uh, well, we have some more, but. It is, it, it is more um, questions for me, or you think you got it? I got it. All right. I'm, I'm uh, going to go. Mr. Mobley and Amar. I'm going to feed. Is about Amar to make Jay their exit. Because he, he's feeling a little. You going to say something to the people? Say night night. Say something to the people. And night night pumpkin. Look how you touch it carefully. Right, exactly. <laughs> Real careful. Oh, okay. You done? All right. Okay. Well, I'm, this is my exit. I'm, I'm gonna try to get back before it's over. But knowing my grandson, he's gonna be very active while I'm trying to feed him. But um, this is our life, y'all, for real. And I'm not. I don't. We don't. We do not. Okay. Yeah, I gotta go now. He's he's okay. 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 As he smiles and walks away. So now y'all got moments with Mrs. Mobley. How y'all doing? Okay, so I'm gonna finish the rest of the questions for tonight, guys. Um we actually um, we actually have a couple more questions that I want to go through. Um, since Johnny pretty much answered the first question, um, am I good, Jay? Do I need to move anywhere else? Oh, I'm still good. Okay, thanks. So listen, guys, uh, this is the next question. It says, my husband keeps bringing up issues that happened many years ago. I've tried to explain and apologize, but he won't stop talking long enough for us to 
have an effective conversation. I love him and want to stay with him, but how do we get past things when we can't communicate well? Well, um, it sounds like uh, y'all need to go and get some help to communicate because if you are trying to communicate with him and express how uh, you feel um, and he keeps bringing up issues from years past or, and I'm seeing randomly how this, that could happen is maybe y'all are currently dealing with maybe an issue and he's bringing up past stuff. Um, and sometimes it, sometimes, uh, uh, and it doesn't have to necessarily be the husband, it could be vice versa, but sometimes, uh, 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 the person will bring up something from the past when y'all are dealing with something in the present to deflect or because they don't want to deal with it. So I'll bring up something uh, that you did or something about you that went, you know, that you didn't handle correctly or whatever to try to deflect from really dealing with the situation at hand. And so, you know, I know you love him uh, because you said you do. And I think it, it can be a situation that y'all can get, help for and to learn how to effectively communicate uh but you got to put in the work you got to put in the work he got to be willing to put his guard down and recognize that bringing up old stuff when you're, you're when y'all are trying to communicate about present stuff or just bringing up old stuff anyway just for the heck of it it's not productive. It's not um it's not going to lead or help the steps towards diffusing the situation, the current situation or the current problem. It's not going to help at all. And so the mere fact that uh you wrote in about it makes it seem well you just say he keeps bringing it up. So this is not just a excuse me, I something was in my on my contact. Um he wasn't just a one-time thing that he's bringing up, he keeps bringing it up. And so I know that that's a hard place to be in, especially when you want to communicate effectively to come up with a solution, resolve it, or you may just decide to throw it away altogether. But yeah, if you all can't um, effectively communicate, go and seek somebody that can help you. Of course, you know me and Mr. Mobley and I, you know, are available for some, some not, not coins, some bills. Um, and you can email us at info at momentswiththemobleys.com. But he just needs a little bit of help with communicating and also probably um, some forgiveness in there because obviously he's not over it because he keeps bringing it up. Um, so it probably it could have been that it it wasn't resolved maybe to the, the um, effectively or resolved as, much as he wanted it to be since he keeps bringing it up um again it could be that as well as the first thing that i said that he's trying to deflect because he doesn't want to talk about it because it was some because currently what you're talking about probably is something that he may have done and he wants to deflect you know and go back to the past and bring up stuff that you've done or whatever that looks like does that make sense and again it's vice versa it could be the wife the husband that sent this in about the wife not communicating well, but communication is definitely um, something 
that you all can get over and get through and learn how to do more effectively if you use the tools. If you reach out to somebody who can help you all with the tools. Um, and so it, it, it can happen. Okay. It can be overcome because remember, I don't know if, you know, y'all have listening, you're loyal listeners and you been listening since the beginning, or if you're just, you know, joining us, go back and listen to some past episodes where we talk about effective communication, where you listen to understand and not to just respond. Okay. Okay, good. Um, and while I'm saying that, as far as being loyal listeners, thank you all for, um, actually subscribing, um, especially to the YouTube channel. If, if you're not a YouTube channel subscriber, please go to Moments with the Mobleys on YouTube and uh, hit the subscribe button for us, please. Uh, let's make this thing permanent, okay? Instead, set a skirting with us. Uh, but in all other social media, we are Moments with the Mobleys as well, except for Twitter, uh, which, which is now X. Um, and it is Mobley Moments there, okay? Thanks so much. So on to the next question that uh, we got. It says, my wife and I have been married for 17 years. We've had our shares of share of issues, and she cheated on me and became pregnant during one of the rough times. I forgave her and stayed, raising, helped raise, raising the child and all, but now we are really going through, and I'm realizing that I didn't fully forgive or heal. Forgive her or heal. I tried to talk to her, heal fully, sorry. I tried to talk to her about how I'm feeling, but she's saying I need to get over it because I've already forgiven her and so much time has passed. What do I do? I'm torn because I love her and the child, but hurting as if it just happened. Um, wow. Normally we hear about it being the other way around, the husband being the one who stepped out. Um, but in this case, um, it's the wife. And so let me look at this for a second. Um, Okay, I just want to look down and get some clarity on it. And so, literally, married for 17 years. So, the whole thing happened when, um, did it say raising the child? No, it didn't say how old or when it happened, but just that the child, um, they're helping, he's helping her to raise the child and has have, have bonded with the child. I was trying to see if it said how old the child was but at any rate the you know the 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 child is here you decided to stay at the beginning um and now you know again I, it's not saying how many years later um but you said that so much time has passed and but but again i'm i'm gonna say this for you It's unfortunate that you didn't really get complete um, healing and maybe didn't offer complete forgiveness or go through the steps to get to the point to where you really could heal and forgive or at least forgive and know that you were forg forgiving her and 
Um, I guess there's no sure way that it can come up later because there's always that chance that it can, and now it is. But I'd be willing to say if you still, if you love your wife and, of course, love the child, that you would actually, um, you know, get, sit down and actually talk to her um, and actually maybe try to share your heart again. I know the answer that she gave you was complete, very harsh. And so you can try to have that conversation again. Um, I know that you need to heal completely. So, of course, you know, seeking out professional help, seeking out help in general is a great way to do that. So, so, so whomever the, the therapist is, counselor is, can actually walk you through the steps of healing. Both, actually, both of y'all need to go. Um, but I know that you're now, old feelings about it are coming up strongly enough to where it's causing you to now hurt and relive it as if it just happened. And so I'm curious to, to know, like, what was the trigger for that happening? Um, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm curious to know what that, what that situation is or what happened to, because here you are now, and obviously she's feeling how she's feeling, but then you're still feeling how you're feeling, that you wanted some type of compassion from her when you went to her to tell her, you know, how you're feeling at this point. Again, I don't know the situation surrounding it, so I venture to say, you know, reach out to your wife again and try to, you know, get her to to see that your heart is hurting and that whatever this is has resurfaced and that you would like to go to counseling to get clarity on why you're feeling this, why it's coming up again. Um, I'm not going to tell you just forget about it. Just throw it to the side because years have gone by and here y'all and you decided to stay so, so suck it up because... You know, I I am a person who, you know, really, really up until a few years ago, like wasn't dealing with how I really felt about certain situations. And I think it's important, whatever the situation may be, to get the right help with it, to get uh, good tools to help you, you know, with your feelings, to help you with forgiveness. Um, and again, let me harp on forgiveness. Forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for yourself. And a good thing that you may, may want to start practicing, you know, of course you don't want to sit there and hoard, you know, unforgiveness and all that stuff. Of course you don't want to do that. But you do need to acknowledge where you are in, in that moment. And don't just blurt it out if you really don't don't feel it and don't feel like you can offer it at that moment. But, you know, go through the steps to 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 work work within yourself to to acknowledge how you're feeling because that's truly the only way that you're going to forgive somebody and forgive them wholly is if you first reason with yourself that you do feel some type of way about the problem you or the situation that happened you do feel some type of way and allow yourself to process that whatever that looks like for you and get to the point to where you can say you know what um, I forgive you because the longer that you hoard it hold it unforgiveness, all that stuff, that plays a toll on you, the person who's going through. And so, again, I I want you to be healed. You know, I'm sure Johnny would say the same thing. We would want you to be healed and for y'all to work this out because it can be a beautiful story on the other side of it, a beautiful testimony. Um, 
especially if you're able to fully heal, fully forgive her, fully love her. Um, again, the wife, you know, would you find it in your heart to really um, open up and see that your husband first was a good man for, you know, staying and being, you know, with you and help raising the child. I don't know what the, the situation is with the husband, the, the baby's father, but at any rate, you know, your, your husband stayed and there was some, some stuff that he wasn't healed from. And so, you know, I pray that you would give him the, extend the grace, um, to, to see what that, looks like to to extend that to him so y'all can be a family if that's what you want but if it's not what you want and you have other feelings then you need to be honest with him about that as well okay um i'm not gonna beat this into the ground or or stay here all evening but um forgiveness is for you sir not for your wife it's for you and do what you need to do to heal whatever you know whatever that looks like for you prayerfully she'll extend the grace and she'll listen, she'll go with you, you know, to counseling to, to see what that looks like. And my prayer is that on the other side of this, that y'all will be able to, you know, get to a healthy place and even to share whatever that looks like um, with your your uh, child um, to, like, tell her, you know, the truth about what happened um, and not say that you're her dad. Um, I know, you know, some people may have different, you know, reservations or different opinions, excuse me, about it to say, well, you know, the, the, the child doesn't have to know, but you see these stories that happen where the child need a blood transfusion and the daddy's supposed to give it and then the daddy ain't the daddy and, and the child didn't know and, or just all these crazy things that could happen. But again, my prayer that is that y'all be healthy and whole on the other side of it, share with the child when the appropriate time happens. And so your child can see an example of true forgiveness and true renewal, you know, in a marriage, not only in a marriage, but in a family. So, yeah, um, I pray that works out for you. And again, in Johnny's absence, I do think that he would, you know, probably give the same advice, but most definitely for both of y'all, you know, to get healthy, um, healthy and whole. Okay. Um, and so I have, guess what? One more question, one more question, um, that I'm going to, uh, go over with you tonight. Um, it says, hi y'all. I need some advice. Hi y'all. It was real common. Hey y'all. Hey back. Um, I need some advice. Um, I am over my husband's mother. That would be a mother-in-law. I was going to say love, but she said my mother's husband, my husband's mother. She won't mind her business, and, and my husband act like he's scared to talk to her about her actions. It's spicy. I'm, I'm one phone call away from checking her because I'm tired. Can you please give me some advice on what to say because I really am trying hard not to cuss her out. Now, what I will say is, which Deidre do, do y'all want to answer this question? I'm just playing. Y'all want Deidre or y'all want Deb? Um, 
No, but for real. Um, the I'm gonna I'm gonna give y'all the 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 the, the because you know. In these situations, sometimes you think about, you know, I would. Let me put it like this. I've never had this issue. Thank the Lord God that I never have. Um, me and my mother-in-law have an amazing relationship, and I bless the Lord for it. But there's no but. That's the, the period to that to that to end the end of that sentence. There are times I'm gonna give y'all the answer, and and um, I'm Deidre and Deb. Okay. So I know sometimes when we are in, when we're in our flesh, we can actually want to um, give a person, you know, a piece of our mind and, you know, we want to, you know, do this, that, or the other with the person and actually just tell them off because that's how we feel. You're going to get the first thing that come to my mind. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's disrespectful. I don't care, you know, what I say, what I do, because obviously, excuse me, you've disrespected my feelings. Obviously, you don't care about how I feel. And, you know, technically your flesh would want to get back with a person or tell them what you think of them or tell them what you don't think of them. But because I am who I am and I'm a child of God and I love Jesus and I'm more concerned about what he thinks about me, rather than uh, me cussing somebody out or what they think about me, what anybody thinks about me. But I think there's a way to handle um, every situation. And when you're dealing with a sensitive situation like that, we did an episode on in-laws and different situations on how to deal with um, difficult situations, difficult conversations to have. And the one, one of the things that I understand clearly, especially because I'm older now, and maybe would have handled it a little more wretched in my earlier days, um, is that I understand that pe certain certain people act different ways out of different traumas, hurts, uh, the ways that they've been treated or not treated, um, issues when it comes to the, the the mama being you know overprotective over a son, especially if it's an only child, um, that whole mother son relationship, uh, there could be novels written on it, right? And I've you know seen some firsthand, but at the end of the day, it would be more productive to sit down and have a conversation with her. Um, of course, letting your husband know. That I I want to have a conversation with you, baby. I want to because I I this is important to me. This this causes tension within our relationship, and that's not. I don't want the tension there. I, your mother are obviously do, your mother is obviously doing things that is intruding in our relationship, and I and I don't like it, and it needs to be corrected. And at the end of the day, people can say what they want to say, but a conversation is needed. Things don't need to be swept up under the rug. They don't need to be, oh, you know, she is who she is. She going to be who she going to be. Absolutely not. It's called holding oneself, uh, holding someone accountable for their bad behavior. And so I, I think that a conversation needs to happen. But first with you and your husband um, to tell him, like, we need to sit down together so some boundaries can be drawn. Because at the end of the day, 
now you are his wife. His mama is still his mama, but there are boundaries when it comes to what you will and won't do in, in this relationship, mama. And, you know, especially if mama's married, go and be with your husband and leave them people marriage alone. But at the end of the day, I keep saying that, isn't it? At the end of the day and at the beginning of the next, sit down and have a conversation. Make it clear to, to your husband how much this um, intrusion, how much this disrespect is impacting you, is now impacting your relationship because now you're thinking he doesn't care about me because you're not taking me seriously with how I'm feeling about your your mom and now I'm fed up, right? So I hope you have talked to him about it, you know, um, and, you know, to really let him know how much it's affecting you. Let me see what I read. No, hold up. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, yeah. So you overheard. So it's different things um, that have been 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 said or done that's gotten you to this point. And I don't think it's so much that your husband is scared of of your mom. I think it's more so he just doesn't want confrontation. And there are a lot of you know husbands that don't want that conversation, especially between their wives and their mamas. But it's a conversation that needs to be had, okay? It's a conversation that needs to be had. First and foremost, go to your husband. Like I said, let him know that a conversation needs to be had or you are afraid that you will get to that point where you call and say some disrespectful things to her. Is that right? No. But sometimes we, you know, just get to that point to where we literally think that that's our last resort. And so sit down, husband. You got to speak up for your wife. Your, it's your wife, you married her, you in covenant with her, you ain't, you are, you didn't take those vows with your mama. You took them with your wife. So you got the man up and say, mom, there, and there's always a way to say stuff. Mom, this and that that you're doing is not helping our marriage. You're crossing boundaries. Okay, we may not have had, had them, and maybe there were, were unspoken ones, but now I'm speaking them. We, this is not healthy for our marriage. It's not healthy for you to do this. And I, I won't accept it. You know, you're doing that and intruding in our relationship, do, doing these different actions, whatever they may have been, because it is upsetting my wife and it's hurting my wife. I love you and I love her, but I'm not going to choose. I'm her husband. I'm your son. I want to love you. I want to have a relationship. I want all of us to have a relationship. But at the end of the day, I have left. Leave and cleave. It's in the Bible. Sit down and have a conversation and get it together. Um, I'm going to share this. You know, there, there was a time, and I think we've shared this um, on here, but there was a time when we, for a, minute, for a bit, uh, were staying with, you know, Johnny's parents. And we had a little, you know, riff, you know, if I, and I must admit, you know, Johnny's daddy was, you know, he's he has a very, you know, way he has a way of saying how he feels. And that ain't wrong. But I, I in, in my, in my, uh, state that I was in. I was a little, you know, I used to wear my feelings on the sleeve a little bit too. That still don't excuse the fact that he talked to me a little hard. But um, anyway, so, you know, it ended up being this big blowout. And then we left and ended up going to stay with my sister's house because we were, um, you know, kind of in a, in a rough time. Uh, we had a, a place of our own, but, you know, we're going through some things. But at the end of the day, at, at, at long story short, we, um, we it, we had to we had to go back. We had to go back and have a hard conversation. And that hard conversation 
um, produced, you know, my mother-in-law being a pivotal part of that conversation and, you know, giving me tips on how to communicate, you know, when I felt like my feelings was hurt and, you know, saying things to, to her husband, my father-in-law, love, um, you know, how to maybe say things better. And so I'm proud of that moment because it made us better in the long run and we didn't stay mad. And but we went back and we had that hard conversation and it's it's made us better in our relationship. Um, so the hard conversations, they are part of relationships, whether y'all want to believe it or not. They are. And that's in family relationships that in, that's in friendships. It's in, you know, in different areas. And so you you got to you that's the way to move to have effective communication in the relationships. That's the way to share how you feel respectfully because just because we, you know, I was feeling some type of way, Johnny was, you know, everybody probably was, but we we communicated effectively and respectively. Effectively and respectively. We weren't calling out of no names and doing all that foolishness. So there is a way to do it, and people want you to think, that is not a way to do it, but it absolutely is a way to do it, okay? And so if you all need a mediator in between that, you know, reach out to somebody that's, you know, in your city or in your town or what state, whatever that looks like, and get them get the help that you need to get to a healthier place. Uh, because no wife deserves a meddling mother-in-law. I said it. I got, uh, we got son-in-loves, and I'm a mother-in-law. I don't have any sons, but I have daughters, and I don't intrude in their relationships. I respectfully give opinions, uh, advice, support when it's asked to the, to the girls as well as the guys. Okay? Okay. Um, so, so do it. In all these situations, com- communicate. Communication is key. It may be hard. If you can't maneuver it on your own, get help. Um, but be respective to be respect respectable to one another, and try to be forward thinking and and solution minded to think about what is going to help, not what is going to hurt. Because at the end of the day, if you're not going to be wholeheartedly in it to help and get to a a, a great you know ending and resolve, so y'all can move forward, then don't. Just tap out, like, you know, like, you, because you got to be all in. And sometimes people want to act like they're all in, but they're really not. They have ulterior motives. That's a whole nother, you know, something, which I think we talked, we, we've done a show, an episode on that, I believe, too. But, um, you know, Mr. Mobley and I's uh, prayers that, that everybody it will have the opportunity to get to have a healthy marriage. I didn't say perfect, but I said healthy and whole and 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 living a lively marriage and functioning well and but it takes work. It takes work. Every day, all day, it takes work and it it has to be intentional too. Um I ain't telling nobody to leave their home. Um you have to be intentional about working on the relationship whether it's from infidelity, whether it's from meddling mother-in-law loves, whether it's from, um, you know, whatever it's from, whatever that looks like, whatever the catalyst is, 
there's a way that it can be handled, but everybody involved got to want it to be handled. And if, you know, if for some reason, you know, especially in the, the mother-in-law situation, if she's being stubborn and all that stuff and don't want to abide by the boundaries, well then, peace out, I love you. And you let me know when you mature so you can come and be a part of what we got going on over here. Protect your marriage. Even from yourself, even from your mama, your daddy, sister, brother, cousin, you know, everybody. And so, uh, yeah, that's it. I hope that I helped. I hope that hubby helped at the beginning as well. Um, he, we pretty much finished each other's sentences. So I'm sure that this, uh, these answers uh, will get his approval, approved by Mr. Mobley. And so... We wish y'all all the best. We pray all the best for you all. Um, put in the work. It's worth it. Absolutely worth it. Um, just put in the work. All right. Cool. So I'm about to go. Uh, this has been Moments with the Mobleys. Uh, minus Mr. Mobley. A little maybe halfway through. Uh, but we still won. So he's still here. Even when he's not here, he's here. And so thank y'all for joining us. Uh, I am Mrs. Johnny Mobley Jr. Uh, this has been Moments with the Mobleys. And we are still something like an ordinary couple with extraordinary purpose that we are living out. Attention. Have an amazing night. Uh, I think he does this. You know, I know he does this. So there you go from him. And um, y'all have a great evening. Night-night.